0: Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. Here's your host, Morgan Colby and Rick Lemon.
1: Welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football, Football Podcast. We have uh, eclipsed into eclipsed. I don't even know if I want to use that word. Sounds kinda kinda weird. We have made it into week eleven of the fantasy football season. Week eleven—that means if you're in a, in a in a good league, a normal league, you know yeah. where, you, where you play uh, sixteen weeks, uh, you only have How six many? total games left. That's not a lot. That's not a lot of games. So uh, if you're out at this point, I realize this week, if you're out, you're out. Hey, you got two wins. Your season's probably over at this point.
0: <sighs> yeah. Are, do you have any teams with only two wins? I have one with three, so I'm probably out.
1: I have, I have, yeah, all of them have five ones. In every league that you're in? Yeah, or more.
0: What about our uh, sleeper league? Which one is that? The 12 team.
1: I think I won that week.
0: Oh, Oh, maybe it's four wins. Yeah, I I don't think you have
1: five. I don't know. But anyway, it's week 11. (laughs) Stop bringing my failures forward, Rick. Okay, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) No, Uh, you're always going to have one league that you completely blow in.
0: Yeah, but so the league I have three wins in is the league that I didn't draft anyone. (laughs) 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 It's not
1: working. uh, No, I still have three wins, though. Oh, snap. Um, it is Tuesday, November 12th. My name is Morgan Colby. I got Rick Lemon right across from me today. We got a lot to get to per normal on a, on a Tuesday, uh, morning a waiver wire ads, streaming options, quick uh, reactions. We'll start with the news. But before we get into that, be sure to check out our website at the fantasychampions.com, Like us on Twitter at the, uh, or follow us on Twitter at the FF champs. Uh follow us on Instagram at the Fantasy Champions, like us on Facebook at Facebook.com forward slash the fantasy champions. Subscribe wherever you're listening, currently right now. Pause the podcast and go subscribe and then leave a review and then click the bell on notifications on YouTube for notifications on YouTube. Um and share this podcast with your friends. Let's get to the news. There is not a lot of news, and I'm probably missing a significant portion uh-huh, of news. Yeah. But this is what I have. Okay. If there's something missing, tell me.
0: Okay. Uh, You say that every week, and then I just never do. Yeah, it's true. Um, The Bengals
1: say they're going to reassess A.J. Green's ankle this week. Um, It is listed that now he is day-to-day, when last week it was reported that he was out indefinitely. Um, He had a relapse in his recovery. Uh, So I drafted A.J. Green, and I've been holding on to him far too long. When is too long? When do you say – I mean, if you made it this far – I guess he just you got to just him in the leave. IR leave spot. Yeah, leave, if you don't leave. have
0: an IR spot. Do you just cut him at this point?
1: I think if you made it this far, you would hold on to him. But if you see him on your waiver wire, I I'd pick him up and just hold him. But I I just don't know. Like you have a rookie quarterback and Ryan Finley, who I don't even I haven't even seen his numbers yet. Um, but you have a rookie quarterback now that's running the team, and it's I don't for AJ Green. I don't the the optics aren't good for him. Like. This is not really a good situation. Yeah. But Tyler Boyd, before he did get hurt, had a decent showing before he did end (laughs) end up getting hurt in the game. So, I mean, maybe A.J. Green does have some hope, but I I just don't know what the fantasy outlook is for him anymore. And, like, at this point, you kind of need those roster spots. So it's tough. I don't know what I'd do if I owned him. I do own him in one league, but I'm just going to say screw it and hold on to him. There's, like, seven roster spots, so... (laughs)
0: There's seven Yeah, if, slots. if you have that that yeah. many
1: slots, I'd probably just hold on to him. Um, but I'm not even sure he's IR-abled, if that's what you want to say. <laughs> I don't, I'm not abled. sure he can be on put on IR um, unless your league allows players to be put on IR when they're out. I don't know. But A.J. Green, I don't know what to do with him. Devonta Freeman, he will undergo a MRI on his foot after hurting it in last week's game. Um, if you are still holding on to Devonta Freeman in hopes that he can be a full-time starter, uh, you're probably sorely mistaken. Um, his schedule is brutal at the end of the season. Is it? I don't even know what the foot scan or whatever it is he's going to get. He has like two good matchups left, and neither
0: of them uh, plays in the playoffs. He was actually doing pretty good against <clears throat> the Saints while he was out there. Did, oh, he was? Yeah. He, 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 How, when did he, he get got, hurt? Because he, like he only had six points. He was like late second quarter. Almost. Oh, Lord. So he might have had a good game. Yeah. All no, right. he was he was doing he had like a 12-yard run. Yeah. And uh, had some nice plays. Interesting. Uh Giovanni Bernard,
1: uh, I don't even know why I put this in here, but he suffered a sprained knee in Sunday's week 10 matchup. Um if you do have Joe Mixon, that probably means he'll get slightly more work, but I'm not sure that's a good thing. Uh Austin <laughs> Hooper will undergo an MRI uh on his injured knee and he's expected to miss multiple weeks. Um that's highly unfortunate. I hope that it's not serious. Yeah, I hope it's not serious either. If we get breaking news in the middle of the show about Austin Hooper, we will bring it to you. But I don't know nothing other than they're doing an MRI. Uh, uh, Juts. The Juts. The Jets. You can call them the Juts. Uh, Yeah, we can call them the Juts. Adam Gase said, uh, This is, you know what, for the sake of honoring Chris Herndon, we will continue to mention him on the waiver Wire show. Every single waiver Wire show for the rest (sighs) of the season... Even though Herndon is now out for an extended amount of time with a rib injury. Probably out for the year. Yeah, he's probably out for the season. So After one game. The breakout of Chris Herndon, yeah,
0: is gone. Uh, Isn't that funny? We waited all season. He's, yeah. on, he's on the way Mentioned him every year. week. Every we mentioned week. him every week. Every week since the, what we is it, pick, the suspension. You should pick up Chris whatever? Herndon. Like You should pick up Chris Herndon every single week. He finally gets his opportunity to play. I think he had a catch in the first quarter. He's like, okay, all Let's right, go. here we go. And then, boom, out for the year. <laughs> wow uh
1: yeah ryan griffin is on your waiver wire maybe we've been pushing yeah. him away for yeah.
0: quite quite a few weeks because of chris herndon but with him gone does ryan griffin become he, a good ad i think now he should join chris herndon on the waiver wire ad yeah so yeah yeah we'll, would we'll, say we'll yes. mention
1: chris herndon slash <laughs> ryan griffin ryan griffin's new name is chris herndon um Washington Redskins coach Bill Callahan said Dwayne Haskins is going to start for the rest of the season. So everyone with um, Terry McLaren shares, you can now panic. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) According to ESPN's Adam Schefter, this was on Sunday. I love when Adam Schefter reports news on Sunday morning because for some reason that's the only time he can ever report news during the week is on Sunday. Uh, because
0: every other day off.
1: But he said, Antonio Brown. Now, we haven't mentioned Antonio Brown on this podcast in quite a while. He said that Antonio Brown is not expected to play again this season. 20 minutes later, this was followed up with another tweet by Antonio Brown's agent that said after he meets with the league on Wednesday, he will potentially be cleared by the NFL of any wrongdoing, is what they're claiming, and that he's going to try to sign with a team after that point. I don't. You probably have Antonio Brown in your waiver wire. I have no idea what this means. I don't have any idea as to whether or not he's going to be available. What I do know is, don't pick him up. <laughs> it, wait until Wednesday. If he does get cleared, I'm assuming that he'll sign with an NFL team. I don't know who it'll be. I don't know what psychopath is going to pick him up. Uh, and if it's if it's a terrible team, then I would stay away. But it's good that it's after waivers. That's, yes, so you can good. maybe get him for free. But there's going to be a lot of people that pick up Antonio Brown if they don't already own him in your league. Um, a person in, in our personal league just, he, just dropped oh, Antonio he did Brown. Just dropped him. Okay, he, yeah. he's been holding on to him all year. Yeah. So uh, I don't know what's going to happen with Brown or what team. Do you think if he's cleared, he goes back to New England, or did you burn mm, that bridge too much? I think I think that bridge is burned because he. It's it seems like he really wanted to be in New England. But then, when they took his money away, he got pissed off, and then he said some things he regretted, and then About, he wants to come back because, yeah. like, all of his social media posts, everything, like, points to New England. He kind of wants to be here, but now he's like burning the bridges. But with the Patriots, like, I think Bill and Brady would be very interested in bringing him back. Oh yeah, it's just Robert Kraft. Yeah, it depends on Robert Kraft. But I don't know where Antonio Brown's going to sign. I don't know if he's going to sign. His agent says there's a cha- there there is uh, a real possibility that he plays this year. Adam Schefter saying that there isn't, so it's a battle of the minds at this point. I would probably say uh, he's not going to play. Yeah, I would say no. Yeah, I would agree with Adam Schefter. I want to know who that Adam's sources are. But anyway, the re- there is a real chance. The Cam Newton, who is reportedly going uh, under the knife to get his foot surgically repaired, uh. There's a real chance that he gets traded this offseason. They said that the uh the Carolina Panthers want to move on and uh
0: that they're gonna try to trade him. Do they really believe in Kyle Allen that much? Uh, I I don't know. It's it seems like it or else they yeah. wouldn't be trying to move on. Um I don't I like Kyle Allen, but is he like is he is he a franchise quarterback? See, like last week you were struggling with who is better, and now you're like, oh no, yeah. (laughs) Why
1: would you do that? I mean, I don't know. I think they're just done with the situation. Everything about him. Where does he go? I really don't know. Where does would you where would you like to see him go?
0: I mean, I'm a Pats fan. Oh God, yeah. Brady retires, bring him to England. Oh, Uh, I would like to see him with Pats, but I think um. Honestly, here's one that probably won't get mentioned, but yeah, I would like to see him with the Chargers. Yeah, that's I not think, bad. I think Philip Rivers, Rivers is years old, probably yeah. done. And then he, they could do a lot of stuff that like that's actually a really good. That um Baltimore does, where they can run the football a lot. Very and, similar, yeah, yeah, plays similar, similar style. And then you got um you got Tua coming into the league too. This is gonna get crazy. This yeah. new NFL is. I already scary. I already put Tua on the Bengals since uh. <laughs> The Dolphins keep winning.
1: He's just there. Uh, yeah, this is. You got Kyler Murray. This is. Uh, uh, maybe we'll. Do you have any other news
0: notes? Uh, not to my knowledge, but I said that last time and I did. So, but not to my knowledge. All right. Well, just let me know and
1: I'll. Okay. I'll, I'll figure it out. I just want to move straight into our quick reactions. So we'll start off with this because I just. It popped into my head and I want to talk about it. Uh, it is ridiculous the amount of I, I'm starting to realize this. The NFL, which quarterbacks like Cam Newton spent so long trying to change the NFL into this new style, and it just never worked, right? And now you have Kyler Murray succeeding as a quarterback running all over the place like a wild man. Lamar Jackson, who's in, who's. He's changing the NFL with every like you thought Mahomes was changing the NFL last year with the plays that he was making. People were making no look passes. Now Lamar Jackson is literally going to change the way the quarterback position is played with the way that he's playing. Like wait, so this is not from get, the same guy. Now you get Tua who's gonna come in next year and run all over the field. I was just gonna say this, like,
0: this comes from the same guy though.
1: I don't I'm I, I, I like over, this. over
0: the last two years has said running quarterbacks don't work. I hate they running don't. quarterbacks, they're terrible. I just want to see now. Here you are, Lamar Jackson is changing well, see, the way the NFL here, is playing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's
1: the thing. Here's the thing. I want to see it more than one year, because I mean, for fantasy purposes, it's, it excites me. Like outside <laughs> of fantasy football, I like old school throw the football down the field like the way the NFL has played, like with the Aaron Rodgers of the world.
0: That's not really. That's like modern more like even, old school. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Early uh,
1: 2000s. Like, but like even Mahomes. Like Mahomes makes he can get out of the pocket, but he doesn't run. He doesn't like run out. Yeah, he doesn't really run that he much. He runs year. out of the pocket, and he he's a pocket. He can run if he has
0: to, but yeah, yeah, he usually stays in the pocket. So for me, I don't know. I mean,
1: I, I you have to see. This always happens. You get this ridiculous quarterback that comes in, and then this next level person that runs the ball all over the field. You remember Robert Griffin III? Oh yeah, yeah, and course. he he's just Love like electric, that. and everyone loves him, and then he almost wins MVP, and then the next year. These defensive coordinators are like, all right, this is the NFL. This isn't college football anymore. Let's let's figure it out. And then the guy gets stopped and he breaks a rib and that's it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's usually how this works. We'll see if that is what continues. But this whole athletic quarterback thing is becoming very. Because I mean, you look at guys like Andrew Luck, and you look at guys like poor man Patrick, uh, not Patrick Mahomes, uh, Aaron Rodgers, Philip Rivers, Ben Roethlisberger. Right? These all these guys. They're just not athletic at all. Uh, Rodgers can run, but not to luck, the level luck of Luck could, what, too, actually. A little bit.
0: But, I mean, like, compared Phillip to... Phillip <laughs> Rivers could not move. Drew Brees could not really move. Compared to what guys
1: do now? Yeah. yeah.
0: Eli Manning couldn't really move.
1: Anyway, that's that's what I noticed this week with the... Uh, not necessarily Tua, but the, the elite level running that they now have in the NFL. Um, would you say Kyler Murray... With that impressive, we'll start with the Cardinals. That impressive performance from Kyler Murray, Christian Kirk, yeah. and not David Johnson. We'll <laughs> talk about him in a second. But, like the impressive performance that that entire team had. Do you think that the uh, what is it called the the air raid offense works in the
0: NFL, or is this just like a? Um, I think it can work. Uh, they also played the Buccaneers, though. <laughs> He's like, uh, who um who have. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. would, they've been decent against the run, but overall have stunk on defense this year. Um, but they did do okay against San Francisco. I think yeah. didn't they get like twenty points? I think something like that. Yeah. yeah so I mean, I, I would say yeah for the most part. Does that mean they're gonna like the Cardinals are gonna win a lot of games? Probably not. But for fantasy purposes, right? Uh, I think <clears throat> it's a good thing for Kyler Murray and so Christian
1: Kirk, Cliff Kingsbury. Has when he was coaching in college, he had one of the most prolific passing attacks in college football. Um, His problem, I don't think he, I think he won one game his last year as a head coach in college. And uh, the reason why he completely blew and couldn't win games is because his defense was always so bad. Yeah. So the 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 success of the Cardinals is probably going to be fully on the defensive coordinators and. Cliff Kingsbury figuring out how to do defense. I mean, they won three games in the NFL, so <laughs> yeah. I guess we'll see. Um, it's not uh, – so I I, I want to talk about David Johnson.
0: He had uh, a very terrible game. Okay. Yeah, that's to say that, – yeah.
1: I wanted to look up snap shares. Didn't get a chance to. I'll look it up now. But what do you – like was this just a, David Johnson had a back and an ankle injury and we wanted to ease him back in? So, we're going to give them half the snaps. They gave, do you know what the, 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 the uh, touch total was between Kenyon and Drake and uh, David Johnson? What oh, was it? 16 touches for Kenyon Drake, six for David Johnson. Oh. Is that a eh. theme? Or is that them easing David Johnson back into the system? I mean,
0: uh, I see oh, this is so, so tough my voice over to here. say because it could honestly be a theme. It's it feels like it's a theme, right. but it's his first game back from the injury. Right. So they also very well could have just eased him into it. The thing is, when he was out there, he was terrible too. Though <laughs> he had five carries for two yards no, and had a
1: fumble. That's very true. He did kind of he did kind of blow.
0: So <coughs> and Canyon Drake has been good when he's out there. I think if this keeps it up, right, we might see
1: a switch. Yeah, I I'm pulling up uh I the, do you want to know what the snap the was. snap counts for the game, the percentages. Oh oh my thing's broken. <laughs> I it just loaded and then it, it was like nope, don't oh right, here we go.
0: Doesn't wanna work. It doesn't wanna
1: work. Uh because yeah, so the snap the snap count for week nine. It was ten. Was forty eight. Are you looking at week nine? I'm sorry, week ten. Okay. Oh I don't have week ten yet. Well, there. whatever that doesn't. There happen. you go. Yeah, never mind. People, <laughs> forgive us. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm curious to see that information when I do figure out what it is, um, because I'm very concerned that David Johnson.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: I hope this isn't like. Here, here's the thing. I I am one to to want to look at more than one game. David Johnson had one snap three weeks ago when they said he was gonna go full strength, and then. Played one snap and then he didn't play the rest of the game. Didn't play for two weeks after that and then came back and in this game kind of sucked. And he wasn't he wasn't efficient and he didn't get a lot of touches. Um, so for me, what I as a fantasy football person, I'm, I have the luxury of owning David Johnson in a league, in our league, <laughs> yeah, without the need to start him. So I don't have to start him for the next couple weeks. Do you start him next week and hold your breath that he has a good week?
0: I don't think I do. Or do
1: you sit him down unless I have to and wait one more week before you start panicking? Because he 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 plays uh San Francisco this week. Yeah, in no, San that's, Fran. That's a tough. That's a tough matchup. Um I would say there isn't a need to th- there is cause for concern but there isn't a need to panic on David Johnson yet if he has it's like
0: at, like if you panic at a 10 now, what I'm it's t- at like a 9.5 for me oh okay yeah no. <laughs> so like
1: no and, and that's understandable i just don't like to make quick judgment calls yeah,
0: yeah no that's on
1: fair. on one week i'm not because i'm not because if he comes dropping out ne- him or anything but um, for for me the way that i look at it is i'm not really concerned about the efficiency you know he's not going to be very good against san francisco <laughs> or very good that what I, what concerns me is the touch counts if he goes out next week and kenyon drake has 18 touches and he has 5 then yeah that's that's ten alarm You know, what the hell's going on with David Johnson? But right now, I'm not really super... Like, it could be a game that he was eased back in. The last sucky game he had was in week two against Baltimore, where he had seven fantasy points. He had... uh, In that game, I think he had seven rushes for 14 yards and a touchdown. Yeah. And he had one reception for, like, six yards. So, he had a terrible game. (laughs) Lucky to get seven points. It was pretty bad. Um, But... I don't know if that's just a because they were playing in that game against Tampa, and Arizona was just throwing it
0: all over the field. Yeah, yeah, it was a battle between the yeah. two th- teams, just throwing the football <laughs> all over the place.
1: So for me personally, I wouldn't panic yet. Rick says to go put him on nine point five. Yeah,
0: I would say alarm. I
1: am super close. So you're not ben- you're you're benching him this week though.
0: Yeah, but I'm. I'm not 100% panicking, but like I said, I'm like 90-something percent. <laughs> He's
1: like 95% there. Um, yeah, so he, it is concerning that he did. I just don't know. Like, you have a running back that talented, why would you not?
0: Well, unless even think, if you want to split snaps, I'm okay with if that. If they think Canyon Drake's been just better or David Johnson Which just is has
1: blown. Understandable. The good part is that I own both. <laughs> I just don't like – like, I I don't – as a fantasy football person, I hate when coaches do this. And it's like choose a guy, like don't screw around. <laughs> it
0: may, that's just that's the NFL though. Yeah, it's true. That's true.
1: Um, so, did you have any quick reactions from the week that you wanted to mention? Um,
0: by the way, you didn't send me the show notes. Oh, forgive me. So I'm just kind of chilling right now. <coughs> um, yeah, you were looking. You at know, your I phone, was. Like I did
1: send them to you. So yeah, there you go.
0: I was kind of um anticipating a big week for Marlon Jones. And he did have eighteen fantasy points and a half PPR. Yep. So he had a good week, but you know the eleven carries for twenty nine yards. That Stafford player? now. no, he didn't. He, he might be out for a
1: while. Oh boy, they it's, said he wanted to play and he was standing on the sidelines.
0: That's because he has never. I don't think he's missed a game in his career. Oh wow, before this, but <sighs> freaking Patricia. It's like I, I heard that it's like a legitimate. He's listed as day to day, so he'll probably or day to day, week by week type thing. Yeah. And he, he will probably play this week, but he, it, I think I heard somewhere that the injury is serious enough that he could realistically, like, he's not going to, but he could if he wanted to realistically, like, sit out the whole season. Oh, wow. But it's Matt Stafford, so he'll probably be back next week. <laughs> um, he is a psychopath. <laughs> yeah. Dude, Michael Thomas is just so consistent. It's yeah. ridiculous. And Aaron Jones. <sighs> This week, he actually had a good, efficient so, week on the ground. Yeah. But most weeks, it's just like he had, <laughs> he had three last week. So he had he had like a bunch of monster weeks. Everybody's like, Aaron Jones this, Aaron Jones that. He gets three points. <laughs> Everybody's like, oh, I hate Aaron Jones. He's terrible. He's overrated. Then this week, he gets another monster week with three touchdowns.
1: Yeah. He is getting, I put this in our show notes, Aaron Jones is scoring a lot. And uh, he is he's punching the ball in. Literally every time he, he touches it, he's fourteen touchdowns. Yeah, I know. He punches it, in every time he touches the ball in the red zone, if the if the freaking Green Bay, I'm telling you right now, if the Green Bay Packers turned to this guy full time, he would be Todd Gurley level from last oh, yeah. year. He
0: would be. You know what stinks though? He has all the touchdowns. Devonte Adams, as a Devonte Adams owner, <laughs> does not have a touchdown yet this season.
1: I feel like, and the other thing is, have you watched a Packers game in full? I watched they get into the, most of the last. They get one. inside the five yard line frequently.
0: Yeah, that's they true. They don't like score, and, and they, then, they run the ball. And then they when just they run get to the, the ball on the yeah. goal
1: line. Yeah, and that's what Kenyon – I mean, not Kenyon Drake. Aaron Jones is getting all the goal line carries. So that's what's happening. If you look at his his goal line touches on a game to game basis, it is insane yeah. how many touches he gets it's in the red ridiculous. zone. Um, so he's scoring a lot. Uh, I've noticed that uh, this particular week, a lot of star players completely crap their pants, except well, you know Dalvin Cook. Except for Dalvin Cook, uh, we'll talk about that on tomorrow's show on Booms and Busts. But uh, it is so bizarre. We told you that our starts and sits—I don't even know if they were good or right—but that this was going to be an extremely weird fantasy week, uh, and and it was. Um, I think Zeke, mine was Zeke good for the Zeke,
0: most part, except Mark Ganders.
1: Zeke had seven points. Yeah, which doesn't happen. In, in like Saquon Barkley had five up until the fourth quarter. Le'Veon Bell had three. I think it was, and then he had like I think he had one big run. I can't I don't even remember. But uh, so I, I, a lot of players crap their pants. This is fantasy football, this is going to happen. This has been a weird season. I'll tell you right now. <laughs> I'm going to get to January. I'm just going to spend an entire month dissecting what the frig happened and hope that next year we have slightly more consistency. It has been a weird season.
0: Yeah, um, I been.
1: have not remembered fantasy football being this random in a long time. It's random. It usually very random. It is random, yeah. But, it. like, last year and the year before, it was very predictable. And this year it's just so fluctuative. And I'm also noticing that the running back position is changing dramatically with every single team wanting to run RBBCs.
0: Yeah, which is not helping running backs.
1: Dallas has Tony Pollard, who's a – Actually, and that's probably one of the best situations
0: pretty, in the league. Pretty talented for Zeke, I mean. For like, Zeke, yeah. yeah. Like, he they they're, they're he's still using twenty Pollard, but like, yeah. he Zeke's still getting like twenty plus carries. Oh yeah, he's
1: he's still getting his like touches. Leonard
0: Fournette probably is a workhorse, but they drafted. They
1: Drafted well, no, Leonard Fournette is 100% a workhorse. yeah, yeah. He's a it's workhorse. five touches, but like
0: game. the teams that aren't using two running backs, Leonard Fournette is probably two or three. One of the There's like three or three. four teams, yeah, <laughs> right? Qual Armstrong, probably Dalvin back, Cook, right? Re- but even they use uh, what's they use Alexander Madison yeah, yeah. a lot, they do.
1: But you notice that a team like with Dalvin Cook, they drafted Alexander Madison probably with the mentality of it's Alvin Cook freaking hurts himself Getting again. injured, yeah. But Tony Pollard was drafted in the fourth round by Dallas, and no one talked about that. That was not a thing that anyone talked about. But that's a pretty high-level draft pick for a running back.
0: No, it is. Um,
1: especially when you already got one who's making $90 million. <laughs> so it's like that That was kind of surprising. Spark- but everyone is shifting towards this new league with, uh, you know, Backup running backs and RBBCs, and like it's it's starting to turn into a league where, like in the in the two thousands, it was literally like give the ball to one running back and oh let him get thirty carries. Now it's now it's like everyone on everyone and all five of our running backs need to be involved. (laughs) Yeah, no, seriously, Uh, it ruins fantasy football. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna say we should just have total backfields be owned in football. (laughs) Like you own defenses, you just own all the running Backfields. backs on one team. That's hilarious. Uh, yeah. And then the only other thing is uh, Mahomes is back, and he's still good. Yeah, he is good, isn't he? Yeah, he's he's all right. Uh, he lost, again, for three straight weeks. But that, we're a fantasy football show, so that doesn't matter. So let's move into our week 11, Wafer Wire ads. Uh, and we have some interesting guys here. Yeah. Um, it's getting it's getting bare. Now, with the Devonta Freeman injury, he is expected to miss time. So I don't know much about the injury. I don't know what the MRI is going to come back with. But Brian Hill is at the say, running back position.
0: Idaho Smith is also out for the <laughs> year, isn't he?
1: Yes. Idaho Smith is out. So you have Brian Hill, who's owned in one point nine percent of leagues, is gonna be the starting running back, to the point where on Monday. Mr. Uh, Dan Quinn said that he trusts Brian Hill to take the full workload. Wow. What, yeah, you know what's uh, stupid about this is that you have a talented running back in Devonta Freeman who's been an absolute garbage can this year. So that really
0: does mean nothing for Brian Hill. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean. He is going to be the
1: back that gets literally all the work.
0: Yeah, he. I mean, so when Freeman went so down. So that's good. He had 20 carries. He wasn't good. He had 20 carries for 61 yards. <laughs> But if he gets twenty carries every week, and hello, gets, David monk if he, if he gets t- twenty plus touches a week, he's actually, I mean, he's definitely worth a pickup, and he could be oh, a yeah. flex yeah, option yeah, in some weeks.
1: If he has like a, if he has like a ridiculous week where he scores two touchdowns and gets like sixty yards and twenty rushes, yeah, <laughs> uh, then a pe- that, that's sellable to to an idiot in your league who's like, oh my god, I need, I need the new breakout, I need the new thing, I need this new toy. I didn't get off the waiver wire. If you're super desperate, though, he could be a decent. Yeah, flex. he could be a def- decent flex for now.
0: Um, is there anyone else that you noticed on the uh, waiver wire? Are we talking about running backs or just in general? Just running backs. Um, if uh, so, I'm looking at the list here. If Darius Geis is available in your league, he should be picked up. Yeah, we talked about and then, him in the last But other than that, yep. it's pretty much just uh, handcuffing. Yep. Yeah. Although I'm pretty sure so. I'm who's the is it TJ Johnson? Gosh, I don't even know. TJ Johnson, who's the running Ty Johnson. Ty Johnson? Yeah, close enough. He got hurt in the first quarter, but I so I oh, don't Lord. I don't know. <laughs> Literally, how. J. J. he's saying, please sign me now. Or but, they're desperate to bring carry on back in week 16. <laughs> yeah, probably not, though. Let's see. Ty Johnson, I don't know what. Or how long. He's so it's a concussion, hurt. I think. Oh, yeah. So he should
1: be out for like a week. Yeah. That would be the projection.
0: So does that mean? Is McKissick
1: worth a pickup? I would say J.D. McKissick is worth a pickup. He's only owned in
0: 18% of leagues. He's a better pass-catching back than he is a running back. Uh, well, that's going to help. because so he, I don't think he had a good week this week, but when Stafford comes back and he's a good pass-catching back, yeah. uh, and he'll probably get a little bit more of some more of the workload, he could be a decent play. Right. Or at least a decent pickup.
1: Yeah, I mean, at this point, like, I'm looking at this entire sheet, and I'm like, I'm not going to lie. A lot of fantasy football shows will be like, oh, get really excited about these waiver wire ads. Well, we're, I just in, week, can't,
0: we're in week 11 I now. just
1: can't do it. I've been 11. waiting. I've been waiting for somebody stupid to get dropped on our waiver wire in our league, and it hasn't happened yet.
0: I mean, you dropped cream Hunt. Uh, that was not a – Although was, even that, that's not really, like, that sounds stupid. But you're Like, you're a clown, you <laughs> drop
1: cream. Uh, yeah. He had 10 points. Uh, JD, yeah. So, I mean, I don't mind JD McKissick. If you have the roster space and you can bring him in and you need to start. Because um, I, I know after week 12 and the bye weeks are over, uh, waiver wire ads at this point are going to be essentially useless. This is why the strategy, I don't know why I didn't mention this earlier in our other waiver wire shoes, but the strategy of keeping your waiver budget, until the end of the season doesn't work.
0: Yeah, cause because at this point,
1: i had a I had a person in our league bragging that they kept all their waiver budget, and I'm like, so who do you expect to break out in week? You know, 13? the
0: only hope that that has for someone is if like Dalvin Cook tears his ACL,
1: and then you have or all the, the waiver budget to go pick up like to, you know, Alexander Madison, right? If if the guy didn't properly handcuff, or, yeah, I'll which they probably in. didn't. Yeah, but or like I'm,
0: if McCaffrey, well, even if McCaffrey tours the ACL, they they yeah. don't have a backup.
1: But I'm like, why hold on
0: to if your Kamara? Did
1: if my thing is like, if a guy's gonna break out, he's gonna do it in the first five weeks. So you you put your claims. In oh the yeah, first no, five definitely. Weeks, I, Especially I, week one. My first I honestly month, think week
0: one and week two.
1: I spent three quarters of my waiver budget in one month.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, the, I think the first two weeks of the season are the best weeks to go yeah. get waiver players. Yeah,
1: that's when you can be ridiculous. Later in the season, maybe you can hold off on that. Um, but anyway, J D. McKissick. Is a decent ad. Um, be sure to handcuff your guys. Um, Peyton Barber had 11 points this week.
0: He had a he had a goal line touchdown though, didn't he? Yeah, he had 11 so rushes really... for
1: 43 yards and one touchdown. Um, he wasn't that great.
0: I'm still not picking up. Peter yeah, I'm
1: right not. Right I'm not doing that. Uh, if you do have Kareem Hunt, which I doubt, on your waiver wire. Um, I would pick him up. He was targeted nine times, had seven receptions for 44 yards. But that I yard, like that. That yard, yeah. I mean, we that's cute, but the 44 yards is gross. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's disgusting. Uh, he had 10 fantasy points. Uh, he scores a touchdown. He gets 16. So that's that's pretty good. Um, I'm curious to see I think he can get like him.
0: 10 a week, 10, 11 a week, and then it, if he gets a touchdown, that brings him up to 16, 17. The question is how many touchdowns does he score yeah, with the Browns? Probably under three.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, so I, I think that's all I'll see. Uh, it's it's getting pretty bleak in the running back position. Yeah. Let's Even, move to, What's uh, is there anyone else you want to talk
0: about? No, no, no. Go ahead.
1: Let's move to the wide receiver position. This one's a little more full late in the season. Um there's so many wide receivers that could be utilized. Um the guy that is the most talked about hot commodity uh somebody commented on our video one of our videos in week 3 making fun of us for not telling people to pick up Derry Slayton. But now Slayton has 14 targets, 10 receptions, 120 yards, yeah, and two, yard,
0: two touchdowns. That's a little bit different. It's weird because Slayton has um, a lot of guys in front of him, or you would think. So Sterling Shepard, uh, did he play? I don't no, think he's I don't, I don't think he did either. But he still has Golden Tate and Evan Ingram, and it's in an offense that's not exactly explosive. Right. But it seems like he's become Daniel Jones' favorite target or close to it. And they threw the ball a lot that game. I mean, you can't not look at 14 targets and be like, okay.
1: Yeah. But I I like to wait for trends. Unfortunately, the waiver wire doesn't wait for trends. No, it doesn't.
0: He's going to get picked up, but I don't. He had week eight. He had 22 points
1: against Detroit. He had, he had one point against Dallas, and then he had 29 points but against Detroit like, in the so last three the, games.
0: The 22 point against Detroit.
1: That was just two touchdown receptions.
0: He had two catches. Yeah, I know. Both of them were touchdowns. He had two catches for 50 yards and two touchdowns. <laughs> like I, That's disgusting. When you looked that's at not... that, you were like, yeah, no, don't pick this guy up. I was definitely in the same boat. But the 14 <clears> targets, <throat> you know how I am about players that get a lot of targets right um
1: uh it's not a to me he's obviously the number one waiver wire pickup of the week no matter what like if you're if you yeah. have your number one claim I'm putting it in on this guy um I think if, if there is we were just talking about how there's not late season breakouts if there is any late season breakout that could happen it's probably Slayton the problem is is there is a lot when Sterling Shepard comes back there's there, just a lot of wa- Evan lot Ingram of didn't
0: play this week either I forgot yeah. about that. So it was literally just only Golden Tate and Darius Slayton. So he was throwing the ball to those guys a lot. I mean, Golden Tate had a big week, too. Yeah. Um, I think at 22 points. Right. So I I don't know. I think he's worth a pickup, but I'm still not. They're also going into still a bye. I'm still on the train.
1: They're going into a bye, and then they play Chicago and Green Bay in week 12 and 13. But then his end of season schedule is Philadelphia, Miami, Washington. So That's uh, pretty good. That's not bad. It just... When Sterling Shepard comes back and Evan Ingram comes back, you're gonna start seeing you know some interesting situations happen for Darius Slayton. He's not gonna get a lot of targets. He's gonna like you want him to work out, and it's worth a flyer yeah. in case something is there. But to me, he's just not. He like if you pick him up, we're gonna get. Oh God, I I just want to note this, fantasy football community. I love you. I love answering questions for you and helping you out and helping you. But if I get another freaking Brian Hoyer start sick question, <laughs> I might, I might jump well, off the bridge. You don't like Brian Hoyer? Brian Hoyer against the Dolphins. I know, but I'm like, come on, people. Let's what did he let's get? Relax. I don't even know. But I was like, if he got, a, if he had a good game, good for him. But I'm like, can we not with, with right. Brian Hoyer?
0: Can you guess over or under twenty uh, points? I'm gonna say under. Okay. I'm gonna say under. I don't even know what he had. Seven. Yeah, seven points. You're
1: welcome for telling you to start Jared Goff, whoever you are. Oh, you said, well, then, no, no I didn't. I didn't. Zone okay, all right. All
0: right. <laughs> Was it Jared Goff or Brian Hoyer? I don't know. Because he lost remember. that week, no matter what.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah. You, <laughs> If you had either one, you're <laughs> toast. Um Yeah, so Slayton, number one waiver wire Is there anyone else out here that you are looking
0: at? Um,. We've talked about Cole Beasley before if you're in a deep league, he consistently gets like eight to a twelve fantasy points, so he's yep. could I mean he's worth a pickup for sure. Um you can honestly pick and choose between the Steelers receivers at this point. Anyone not named Juju. <laughs> so <laughs>
1: Yeah. Uh Mason Rudolph, I actually think that's kinda concerning for the future. He doesn't like throwing to the slot. He hates it. I, I'm starting to notice that I'm like, dude, why do you yeah. not like throw into the slot? Because he loves because throwing he has it. a cannon of it. All. He he's, likes throwing. It he's it like, to like Joe Flacco, Johnson,
0: and James Washington. People compare him. He's like the next Ben Roethlisberger, and Steelers fans are really hyped about him. And I get that. And he's a young quarterback. He just when I watch him, he just reminds me of Joe Flacco. So take that as <laughs> he just slings it. Take that as
1: um, now Michael Hardman is owned in 23 percent of leagues. Unfortunately, in our league, he's not owned. He's owned because some clown shoe doesn't know to drop people on the bench. Uh, drop people off his team. He has like three quarterbacks right now. Three freaking yeah. quarterbacks. Yeah. Anyway,
0: so, but even like Michael Hardman. Yeah. You know how many targets he's had in the last three weeks? He's what played in every game. What is it? He's had three total targets in three games. Uh, wow. And this week uh, he had sixteen fantasy points. He had one target. So it was a, it was a sixty-one yard catch for a touchdown.
1: Tyree Kill on Sunday afternoon went down. With a uh, what he was, he looked like he was writhing in pain. Yeah,
0: it looked like he. It looked
1: like he broke his. It looked like he broke his collarbone again. Yeah, and I was like, oh, that's not very good. Um, I have a feeling, and I hate to say this because I don't like to be negative, but I have a feeling Tyreek Hill seems like he's been dealing with a lot of physical injuries this year. He might have been, yeah. Uh, So I'm feeling that it. Like I feel like Michael Hardman is a is an okay. He's just ridiculous he is like you if he gets out in open space and catches a ball which Mahomes can always hit guys yeah. open uh oh yeah he's he's just so fast you can't yeah. catch him it's it's unbelievable
0: he's similar to Tyreek Hill in killing that but sense. it's
1: like it's like he really like you're gonna spend the whole game watching them going why isn't Michael Hardman catching a ball if you start him but then he'll catch one for a touchdown for 60 yards and it'll be fine you'll be like oh I'm I am know with I know that. we're
0: not talking about Tyreek Hill but I just looked at his <laughs> numbers yeah he had 19 targets this week yeah holy cow is that unreal
1: Thank God it was him you, and not.
0: You know, you you, you said Travis something Kelsey. you said something the other week of like some people thought he would be the number one receiver in fantasy and he's not gonna be that obviously. Right. But like since he's come back from injury, he's been like he's been he's a, probably a, been second behind Michael Thomas.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. He's been a top, Mike Evans. He's been like a he's top right five receiver top four three. out of the five weeks. Yeah. Yeah, he's no he's crazy. A, he's a beast. Um anyway. Yeah.
0: Uh, that's probably it for. <laughs> what, you don't want to pick up Aud and Tate again. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, although Demarius Thomas might have overtaken Robbie Anderson for that uh, outside spot. Do you think that
1: Nikhil Harry plays a game this week?
0: <laughs> I hope so. Yeah, I think Nikhil Harry should be owned. Okay, so take that as take yeah. that as you will.
1: Yeah. New Josh Gordon, I guess yeah pretty much uh yeah i think that's all I, I would just say yeah james washington's fine deontay johnson's fine i would i would take a speculative leap on uh Cole hardman in case I, I don't handcuff wide receivers but <laughs> <laughs> i think that's what the guy in our league's doing yeah if you look just at it handcuffing all he's got tyree kill so i'll oh, flip uh anyway yeah so that's probably what we'll do for wide receivers let's talk about some tight ends um oj howard is out there how did he do against arizona because i thought he was a good play i was like this guy's okay i don't
0: know why you said that because oj howard all year you don't know why but look at the numbers boss Against Arizona, he had twelve points. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he caught a
1: touchdown. But how many targets
0: did he even have? Oh, it's because it's because Arizona is the worst. Yes, I know. Yeah. That's
1: what I was telling so you what, last
0: week, and you wouldn't. I know, but you would, still, you weren't believing because
1: because he's had less than he gets like one point a week. Come on, if you were gonna, if you don't have a tight
0: end, that's like saying uh, you might as well just hold like, your. That's breath. That's like saying who's who's the tight end on like the worst team in football. I don't know, but who's it? He had a good so, team. That's like saying, <laughs> oh gosh. That's like saying starting the worst tight one of the worst tight ends in the league against the Cardinals just because they have they're good against tight ends. Like, sure, that's that's or they're bad against tight ends. No, I you think that's a good play, but it's OJ Howard. He's been awful.
1: Yeah, I thought it was a good play because literally everyone against. See, here's the thing: is that if you're as bad as Arizona is against tight ends. Do you think that a team would like write that into their game plan, no matter how much they yeah meet, no I guess yeah OJ yeah Howard? sure sure okay. so
0: that's why I told people all right cool to start anyway. yeah I'm not picking him uh, up. yeah I'm not picking, <laughs> I was gonna say that I'm not picking him who is he playing this week the Saints
1: at home that's uh, actually
0: not I mean it's not good but it's not like are you sure yeah yes. yeah no
1: I'm not I'm not that's yeah if you had your love with OJ Howard and you started him this week I would not start him um, now Kyle Rudolph. Had uh, two Ridiculous touchdowns,
0: catch too four.
1: Yeah, he had four touchdowns. I mean, f- four. Wow, that's awesome. two touchdowns, four receptions for a total of a grand total of fourteen yards. <laughs> uh, so that means what is what is that what is that average wise two and a half yards per catch, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> Three. Yeah,
0: but that one handed catch on the goal line wasn't that at the? Oh, that was pretty good. Um,
1: I do you like Kyle Rudolph at all.
0: Um, it depends week to week. He has to have a really good matchup. And it's better if Thalian doesn't play. He has
1: one in Week 13, which is two weeks away against Seattle, and then.
0: Uh, but there's probably once Adam Thainlen comes back, it's gonna just be. Right.
1: Uh, I just like. Well, there's. It seems like there's a lot of waiver wire ads this week. Um, for tight ends, but there's nothing out there that. Uh,
0: I- Chris Herndon, obviously. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Chris Herndon, Ryan Griffin. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Slash. Uh no I I mean is there anyone else out there that you want to add? Uh, uh, give me a tight end that you want to start this week. I want to start? Yeah, just uh just. Travis Kelsey. <laughs> All right, let's move on. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's just not a lot of waiver wire ads. Let's talk about our QB streamers. We'll move on to the talk All concluding right. factor in our show. Um, my QB streamer for week 11 is Jimmy G v Arizona. Okay. Um, if Jimmy Garoppolo, now I I I want to look this up right now because I actually don't know how much he's owned in leagues right now. Um, I put him out there as a as a uh, what is it called a streamer? Yeah. Because he's he's placed in Arizona. Now Arizona gave up only 19 fantasy points. <laughs> Jameis Winston, my stream of the week last week. So frick me. But he is owned right now in Yahoo leagues 82%, ESPN 51%. So he's owned in a majority of leagues. If he's not owned in your league, I would go check the waiver wire if you need to stream a quarterback.
0: Say, oh, hey, Jimmy Garoppolo's available and pick him up. Fair enough. Um, For me, I have one guy and I have another guy. So I actually have two guys. Oh, oh boy. My first (laughs) guy, it's because, you'll see. Because my stream of the week is Josh Allen against the Dolphins. He's owned in 70% of leagues, though. So if he's available in your league if you're part of yeah. in NFL.com at least. I don't know what it is. Cross-platforms um, or cl- cross-websites, I should say. But if he is available in your league, you should pick him up and start him this week against Miami. Um, and But chances are he's probably yeah. taken in your league. So somebody a little deeper down the list, I have Derek Bro, Carr. You're
1: not, you're not scared?
0: Against the Dolphins? No. Yeah, dude, Miami has yeah, two no. straight wins. Yeah. <laughs> I'm... I'm I'm shook.
1: He's like, <laughs> well, the Dolphins just
0: decided they wanted to win. They're like, screw it, we're not two, we're not tanking for two anymore. We're going for the playoffs. I know, but uh, yeah, my other guy is Derek Carr, who's owned yeah. in a lot more, of, or is not owned in a lot more leagues. Um, he's in NFL.com. He's owned in 25 of leagues. Okay, so again, chances are he's available in your league. <clears throat> um, he's at home this week against the Bengals it's a great match the Bengals ranked 30th against quarterbacks yeah. uh, Derek Carr should have a very good week Okay. Uh, last time I said you should stream Derek Carr you kind of laughed at me and you got 22 points shut up <clears
1: so, <clears <throat> I don't want to hear it that's actually not. who is he playing again
0: the Bengals uh-huh. oh yeah that's not bad <clears throat> against Oakland the Raiders are home against the Bengals so yes why are you writing this down? Oh, because our league, yeah. Got to go snag that defense. <laughs> oh, <that's->
1: <laughs> <laughs> no! I had I had Ravens D this week. I picked them up off the waiver wire, and they had 27 points against Cincinnati. So, yeah, no, that was
0: a great pickup. Uh, yeah. Anyway,
1: that'll do it for our waiver wire ads and streaming options. Be sure to listen tomorrow as we discuss booms and busts from week 11. Uh, go over some players you should buy, maybe some matchups mm. for week uh, week week 11. Uh, Don't forget to check out our website at thefantasychampions.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Talk to you tomorrow, Fantasy Champs. Peace out. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Champions Podcast.
0: Make sure you subscribe on iTunes and YouTube. And follow us on Twitter at TheFFChamps.